good to hear that uh, everyone is interested in rail anyway at this stage. So I suppose uh, the important thing here this morning is to is very much to fight for Cushine and the rail stop because it has a great historic value as well. It was always used by people in Cushine, and I suppose uh, part of that uh, we were uh, part of the group that was approved in 2010 to open that. So I think the campaign is still continuing to get it opened. Yeah, and given the campaign has been going for some time now, uh, Pat, you must be glad, uh, at, at the very least, to hear about this review and that it is making these recommendations. Well, I suppose I'm part of the Inter-Railway Committee as a councillor, and uh, I suppose I'd like to, at the very outset, uh, remember on Tahar McGrail, uh, who is a strong advocate for uh, Inter-Rail uh, and the West, and he's campaigning over the years has led us all with great uh, support to try and make sure that we could open up the rail service. And particularly then, we have opened the Galway-Limerick line and the Limerick-Galway line, and there's been a huge surge in people using that line over the years. Over 600,000 passengers used it last year, and it was up 14% compared to 2019 when, when everything was going well. And I suppose as part of that policy originally in 2000, and when it opened originally, it was to open Crusheen, and that didn't happen. And we've continuously been campaigning to, to actually get that rail stop opened because Crusheen has developed a lot in those 12 years and a lot of development in housing, particularly around the catchment area of Tulla, Corofina, all those areas. And I think with the promotion of of, of other means of travel rather than cars. I think it's really imperative that we try and get the, the rail stop opened in Crusheen now. Yeah, you mentioned there, Pat, that there's be, you feel there's been a lot of development over the years since the closure of the line in Crusheen. I wonder, though, to, to put a, a flip on that, do you feel that the, the closure of the railway line, was there any negative effects of that? Like, could there have been further development within Crusheen had the railway line remained open? Did it hamper any of that development to any great degree? Well, I think the railway line going through Crusheen is a huge asset. And I think under the county development plan, it's always been a, 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 a view that we should develop it. And there's always a view that we should uh, get that opportunity. I think now more than ever, when you see student issues in Galway and in Limerick, uh, and where people can day trip between the, the cities, I think it's imperative that we could actually get it open and make it simplified for people. Uh, this is not a big investment call either. I think now when you go to railway stops, all you really a lot of it is done on your phone and you have your ticket in advance and all that. It's not it's not about big investment in Crusheen, but it is actually trying to provide a service for that catchment area to make sure that people can use the train, hop on and hop off, particularly the younger and the older group and people that work in, in the cities as well. Uh, and I think the long-term goal here is to actually get the line opened up to Sligo and we in Clare here are very supportive of that uh, whole launch because why shouldn't the people of Clare be able to travel uh, and the Midwest travel up the west coast of Ireland in a train? Uh, why would it go into Galway and try and link onto some other train to go to that loan to go to Sligo? I think it makes no sense at all. But ultimately, my campaign, the campaign of the people in Crucian, in particular under Michael Doherty, Sean Keane, and indeed the former councillor Michael Kelly, have been campaigning very strongly to have the Crucian stop there because it makes no sense to have a train flying by with 600,000 passengers if only a small proportion wanted to get on and off of Crucian. Uh, you either have to win the Garter down up to Ennis, and I think the success of Six Mile Bridge, which 
probably originally was a debatable issue whether there's a challenge between itself and Christian. I think Christian was the losers in that particular time, but I think there's a need to make sure that that station is reopened again. And there is strong vibes out there now coming from the All Island review of, of train services that they need to, to try and get Christian open. And indeed, at our recent area meeting in the council, we, we we're making a strong business case and, and working to try and and this is a quick fix for, for a lot of people and it bring about a big change in terms of people's movement as well. Yeah, and you mentioned the figures associated with the Western Rail Corridor from Limerick to Galway, that 14% increase, you know, from last year compared to, to pre-pandemic uh, 2019, uh, over 600,000 passenger passengers using the line. It's the fastest growing rail link in the country, which you would think goes a long way to proving the case for the reopening of the, the train stop at Christine. Well, I suppose there's a number of, of agencies out there. There's the Irish Rail, there's the TII, National Transport Authority, all those people have a view on this. The council itself, because the people are zoning and opening up the land. Uh, I think there is a huge business case for it now. And uh, I suppose sometimes, uh, like, at the moment, the push to try and take cars off the road and to try and look at alternatives and public transport. Like, we have the line going through Christine. Uh, all it really needs to do is stop for a minute or two just to pick up or drop off passengers. It's not a delay in tactic, but it'll, it'll add very much. And I think uh, from our assessment and working with Michal O'Reilly, called Cormor O'Reilly from the Western Track, and a lot of people there, uh, they all see the value in this, and I think it's a quick fix. We see in the opening of the, the line to fi- the line to fines recently, and there's a plan to have a, a, a link to Shannon Airport, which would be critical as well. So this this all links up in terms of providing a better service. Uh, but I think it's a bit of a joke that at the moment we pass through Cushine and don't stop there. We when we do talk about um, parts of Clare, particularly more rural areas, Pat, you know that tend to be more reliant on cars to get around, you know, because public transport, uh, that people feel it isn't servicing them or isn't uh, isn't up to par. And I guess if any form of public transport is likely to help ease the need for cars in places l- like Crushing, that it's surely going to be rail over, over buses. Well, look, at uh, I went to Dublin over the weekend and I went to Athen Rye and it's such a, a lovely system to park in Athen Rye. That's what we want in Crushing is to be able to park and travel to Galway, travel to Limerick and please God, further afield that you'll be able to go up to Sligo and up to Mayo. Uh, and I think that's that's the real key. We need to link up our, our whole transport network. And I think there is a, a huge business case being made. Uh, and I think, I don't even think we have to make the case. I think if you look at where we are and what's happening, I think a lot of people that work and live in Crusheen and the surrounding areas would use it immediately. And particularly our student population where they're finding it very difficult to get accommodation in Galway or Limerick, uh, I think it would be an added bonus, particularly if you could use your public services, in, in particularly rail. Yeah, and when when the business case is being made, uh, you know, what 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 are some of the main the 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 the, the, the main headlines that points that would be put across uh, as part of the case, the business case to reopen uh, the railway line at at Crushine? Like, what difference would reopening that line have about Crushine and the surrounding areas, and particularly East Clare? Well, I think uh, the very start of it is the business case would say that there are six hundred thousand passengers on this rail link. No, they're not all gone through Crushine, but they're coming and going at different points. But ultimately, the the huge improvement uh, in a 14% increase would clearly show that there's a huge appetite out there for it. But then on a local level, uh, there's been a lot of development of houses and a lot of people 
uh, need to get to cities and get up and, and as I made the case in relation to students, in relation to all that. And you have this environment where you can park up in Cushin and, and, and hop on the train uh, whereas trying to go into maybe other stations it can be quite difficult and for particularly for the older community that live in that particular area. I think there's a, I think uh, from what I can see stats around the area as well really show an increase in population in that particular area and if you link that back down into Tulla and back up to Corrafin and back to Tubber and that side, you really have a, a huge catchment area that could link. This isn't, this won't delay your journey to Galway and Limerick by very, by the minimal amount because really now uh, with modern technology, most people have their have their tickets printed and available before they get on the train at all and it's it's no more than going to matches or going everywhere this is the way things are moving you don't have to build a big station in Cushing uh, but I think it's, it's wonderful for the history and and a, a remembrance of all the people that have left Cushing over the years uh, and the station is still there intact uh, I think uh, in Cushing is a real opportunity to, to, to move ahead.